the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Napin. I hope you're having a great time out there today. Saturdays in December in Southern California are just magical. We've got the, the best weather. The sky is clear. There's some snow on the mountains. It's just, you know, this is like the, the day. You're glad you live here. Then you hear about what Sacramento wants to do, take away your gun rights, and it's all downhill from there. But you know what? Today... Just focus on the mountains. Take a deep breath. It's actually got some clean air, nice snow, beautiful day. We're going to get through it. We're going to make it to Monday, right? That's what we want to do. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com, Facebook, Firing Line Radio Show, Instagram, oddly enough, Firing Line Radio, and the podcasts are available on YouTube. So if you go to your YouTube, just look up Firing Line Radio Show, you'll see our hunting exploits, some of the podcasts of the studio work, and some of our special guests. Speaking of special guests, uh, about two weeks ago, I was in Las Vegas for a reason. I don't just go to Las Vegas, but I was actually in Las Vegas uh, assisting at the Rex RX-18 Seminars. Now, those of you who know our good friend Rex Tibor, Rex Taborosaurus, he is the author of Sniper 101 on YouTube, the 101 45-minute tutorials on long-range precision shooting. He is pretty much one of the top experts in the field for ballistics, for the scientific aspect of long-range shooting. And we do these seminars. I do a very small part of them, but Rex does these seminars uh, several times a year. This one we actually did in Las Vegas at the Bass Pro Shops up there. And I met this gentleman. I had to go pick him up at the airport. And so it's Friday night. I don't know. It's 40 degrees. And I'm pulling up outside. And I hear this guy. And I look. And there's a guy in like dolphin running shorts coming down the, coming down the sidewalk there. Loud as uh, big as life, I should say. You know, talking with Rex over there. And I'm like, geez, this guy's in freaking... Dolphin shorts, it's 40 degrees outside. Who is this guy? And, and folks, uh, that was the chance that I got to meet a gentleman by the name of Bill Mathis. Very interesting individual with a great company and a great line of things that he does that supports our armed forces. So I want to thank him for that. But Bill, tell it a little bit about you because as, as I said, you know, you get high on oxygen. So it's just a blast being around you. And I think during the show, as soon as I shut up, people are going to get a feel for who you are and what you're about. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Bill. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show, Phil. It was an absolute pleasure to meet you guys at the airport. And, yeah, I was in Dolphin running shorts. Uh, Al shot a T-shirt out at the same time. And, you know, it was late at night, but it was a good time. And we packed into your vehicle and got out there to see Rex and those folks. It was a good time. But what we do is we've got a uh, retail operation that also has manufacturing capabilities. 
is at Fort Bragg or Fayetteville, North Carolina. <clears throat> so we've been here 16 years. Fort Bragg, we, we, had a, we had a little double on, on the air there. Fort Bragg out in North Carolina. Yeah, Fort Bragg out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. And you have a retail operation, but what you specialize in out there is supporting our troops, right? Absolutely. So what we do is special operations traditionally will come to us with problems, whether it's a new piece of equipment or a new piece of gear that was issued to them. They may, need, they may need a way to transport that piece of equipment or something designed to help them facilitate that equipment for use in the field. So probably 90% of what we do is problem solve for the military and for the DOD. So folks come into us with, like I said, a new piece of equipment. Hey, I just was issued this piece of equipment. I've got to figure out how to get this from point A to point B and actually apply it and use it in my day-to-day job. So we'll look at the problem. We'll design a prototype, whether it's a 3D printed carbon fiber structure, whether it's a metallic structure that we machine, or whether it's a sewing product, uh, which gives us a very unique ability to kind of reach out and grab into multiple disciplines to create a product that's not just designed around what we have capabilities to do, because we have multiple capabilities. So we can actually do hybrids where we uh, 3D print carbon fiber structures to support certain things in the nylon industry to provide backers or backer supports. And then we'll build a prototype. <clears throat> that prototype will then go in the hands of special operations and conventional army, like the 82nd Airborne. They'll then field test that product. Uh, they'll beat it up in the field. They'll come back, you know, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, a month, two months, three months later, and say, hey, this product is pretty solid. However, if we make this change and this change, we think it's going to work better. So then we'll build a second or third prototype, <clears throat> get it out there in the hands again. They'll continuously test this product. On average, it takes between six to nine months uh, from concept or idea um, to the time the product is actually finalized and ready to actually go into market and be in the hands of special operations. How many products have you developed? 98 so far. How many patents? Um, currently, I hold 13 patents, but we've got more patents that are going to be filed in 2019. I want to say there's another 42 or 43 patents we'll file in 2019. So... so- now tell them what you do in your spare time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a pretty avid in working out. Um, I spend at least an hour and a half a day in the gym just doing body. Um, I spend another 45 minutes to an hour every day doing cardio. Um, I eat 10 meals a day. Um, I also skydive, scuba dive, uh, rock climb, whitewater raft. Um, I'm a certified rescue diver. I'm a certified open water swift rescue. Uh, and I'm also training <clears throat> to try to break a world record right now. That's the, so. Besides eating egg whites, what is the uh, world record you wanted to, that you're trying to break? Well, what I'm hoping to do is I'm hoping to uh, do a fundraiser at some point in the near future and raise around three hundred thousand dollars. Um, a hundred thousand dollars would be used to pay for the actual adventure itself. The other two hundred thousand dollars <throat> will actually be donated to Beyond the Flag Foundation and B3G Shooting Team. That will go to uh, help support soldiers, but Dave Harris will tell you a little more about that in the future. But what I'm hoping to do is actually break a world record of living underwater for 100 days. What is the current world record of living underwater? Uh, 72 days. And so uh, this is more like like Atlantis, right? Where you're in a bubble, you have, what is it called, a moon door or something of that nature? Yeah, uh, exactly right. And And where will this take place at? Well, we're not sure yet. We looked at Florida, and that is an option. However, I'm also currently working with some folks. Um, The World Fair is coming up in Dubai in 2020, and we've been in communication with several folks uh, over in the Middle East 
to actually put a habitat, uh, potentially a 3D printed structure. So at this time, I do not have a place to actually break this world record at. There are options. <laughs> and what what made you decide to do that, to chase that you know, world was, record? It was really interesting. I had a chance to work with some folks uh, that were working on the Mars project, and uh, just one door opened another door, and an opportunity presented itself. I was able to go down to Florida and work with some tremendous folks down there and actually get my aquanaut certification, and uh, I really fell in love with it. And to bring awareness to the sea and what's going on you know, in the oceans these days, I think it would be a wonderful thing. Well, very cool, very cool. So uh, we, had a, we had a unique thing happen at the uh, seminar in Las Vegas. Um, I know it happened in Vegas. I'm going to tell people about it. I hope I'm not in trouble for that. But one of the gentlemen there who was attending our class is still uh, active duty, military. And he was talking about, he actually went into your shop and at yes, this shop right. in Fort Bragg, you actually have a wall there full of tools and everything somebody's going to need to outfit their M4s. Tell, tell, I mean, this is such a service for, for, for the guys. Tell them a little bit about that. I, I think, I think this, let me just jump in. I think this, this goes to your heart for our military, for the supporting, you know, this is a way that you're not, you know, you're not making bread and butter on it. You're actually putting on a service for the guys who are out there on our front lines and rotating through brag. So hats off. Tell us about it. What we actually have is an arms bay. It's been in place about four or five years now. And it's basically exactly what you said. We have around $4,000 with specialty tools out there, armors, wrenches, gauges, things like that. Uh, as well as instruction manuals. Uh, due to ATF regulations, we have to be very careful. We cannot aid or assist our customers in manufacturing firearms. So please don't misconstrue this as us helping people manufacture firearms. Yeah. He heaven is, heaven forbid somebody helps the Marines put their stuff together, uh, right, in the correct fashion. Boy, that, that should well, be against the law. We got, we got all, we got all the box of 24 crayons out there for the Marines. We're good. <laughs> um, but what it boils down to is, you know, a serviceman can come into the store whether he buys parts locally or whether he buys them online, it doesn't matter to us. And if he needs assistance, we will educate them and teach them how to assemble their firearms, how to clean their weapons properly, the safe procedure. We have free cleaning supplies that are actually put out by uh, Greg Connors from SWIP 2000. He supports everything we do here and sends me boxes of cleaning supplies every two or three months for the soldiers. And guys can come in, clean their weapons after they get done shooting them on the weekends. You know, throughout the week, um, a guy wants to change out his rail system, he can come in here. Uh, even if he bought it elsewhere, it doesn't matter. And he can literally bring his components down here. Um, we will help him with uh, magpul vice blocks, wrenches, torque wrenches, and proper you know, techniques and putting it back together. And we'll literally educate guys. So what we get is we get a lot of expiring 18 Bravos, guys going through the Special Operations Bravo course, um, <clears throat> want to build their first gun, and which is common. So we'll literally take guys that maybe came from New York or California or Texas or Michigan or Indiana, Ohio, wherever, and who have you know, maybe been around weapons but never actually built one, and we'll literally help them, uh, educate them, and teach them how to not only work on their own guns safely, but how to build their own weapon systems. That's Once again, that, that's fantastic, Bill. You know, um, folks, that's Field 18 Gear. Your website's field18gear.com. Well, actually, what's going to happen here is 21st class of the rest of the real... We got, we got a operation. break coming up here. We'll pick it up right after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Boomstick Radio. And you know that every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation is going to revolve around guns, ammo, Second Amendment, military, all the, you know, all the blessings that the American citizens get to have. And one of our longtime sponsors is Vince Torres over at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Now, Vince, as I said, great supporter. He has some great Christmas deals you need to get out there and check out. So go to bullseyesports.com, bullseyesport.com, 951-823-0211 is his phone number. Tell Vince we sent you and tell him you want a lot of stuff really cheap, okay? And um, don't put it on my credit card, but just tell him we sent you and he'll take care of you. Vince, thanks for being our sponsor, boss man. We're joining back here. I have uh, Bill Mathis. Bill Mathis is that energy ball you heard in our first sent- or first section there. Uh, he is the owner of Field 18 Gear, but the website is field18.com. Field18.com. It will be live in January, so you have some chance to save some nickels and take a look at this. Um, one of the, the great things that I noticed when he came out is... Well, like, like you heard, you heard him talking earlier. He has to fix a problem. One of the problems you have in shooting in a place like, I don't know, Afghanistan or Iraq is the unconventional, well, not conventional, but the uncomfortable ground you have to shoot in going prone. We have the same thing up here if you're shooting in our high desert or out there and even in Montrose, Colorado, those little button cactuses or Sonora, Mexico, everything's got thorns in Sonora, but one of the things he came up with solving a problem for our long range marksman is a ground pad. Tell us about that, Bill. Well, what we came up with, it was actually a challenge. Um, the current ground pads for most folks are somewhere between four and six pounds. 
So we were asked if we could build a pad system that not only was modular but lightweight. Um, so what we invented was a product that weighs one pound, 16 ounces, has the ability to have a molly with a tearaway panel, so you can literally attach it to a backpack, tear it off. Um, it's a simple two-handed fold operation, so it folds up real small. It's approximately eight inches by eight inches by three inches thick. And when you fold it out, it's 60 inches long by roughly 50 inches wide with tapers. Um, it has a position for a spotter to be off to the right-hand side of the primary shooter with uh, Velcro on it. So you can take your dope cards and your data cards and shoot them off to the right so your spotter can be called out real easy. Or if you're shooting solo, um, you can also just put the data cards up front in front of you so you've got easy access to your data. Uh, one thing we've done that was quite a bit different than anybody else in the market is we've literally attached or so we put a uh, bipod strap system on it. You can really pull the long gun into your shoulder for better support. So let me let me it's talk about that because sometimes it's hard to get a, a good picture. Just just generally, so so um, for the Californians, let me slow it down for them. So <laughs> when when you're shooting prone, all right, you've got your bipod. When you're shooting prone, to be in proper form, you need to have your body in line with your your rifle and in line with the bipod. And when you are setting your position, you're doing what's called loading the bipod. So that means you're kind of lifting up the butt end, getting into position and lowering the stock against your shoulder, which puts pressure on the front legs of the bipod. Sometimes if you're on a hardened surface or even very loose or grassy material, those bipod legs may slip. All right. So what he has is a loop that goes around each of the bipod legs and it's very easy to set up. But once you're in position and you start to load it, you can reach up without changing your body position which is different from all the other shooting mats, grab the strap and cinch it back in. So you've got absolutely a loaded bipod. The gun's not going to go anywhere that you don't want it to go. So it's just a little, a little adaptation like that is huge when it comes to field craft. Yeah, it really is. And what it's done for us is by being able to load that weapon into your shoulder, uh, you know, most folks put a hand sock on their, if you're a right-handed shooter, um, your right hand is obviously going to be on your trigger, your trigger mechanism near it when you're ready to fire. Uh, so your left hand traditionally has a sand sock behind the uh, actual buttstock itself, and you basically use that. Most folks, when I watch them shoot, they'll actually use it for support as well as elevation. Right. What we've learned by being able to preload this is, I, I've got you know video a picture of this, we literally can support directly into our shoulder, and now that sand sock strictly becomes an elevation-only tool. So it's taken one less thing away from the shooter to have to think about which, in my opinion, is going to make you a more accurate long-range shooter. And it takes one more piece of the body off. You're not squeezing and, and pressing in and adding a little bit of pulse into the system. You're taking that, that section out. Yep. Yeah, it was a very good design. You Also, you had your, um, your belt. Now, I use a belt very similar to that when I hunt. Um, I think it's an amazing piece to have. Well, you know, I, I hunt big game, and, and I feel that you always have to be you know, I guess in the military term, mission capable, but I need everything I need with me at all times. A lot of guys will have a backpack with everything in it, but then they drop their backpack on the stock. So they need another round. They needed their flashlight. Whatever they needed is half a mile back at the bottom of the hill. So what I have is I've developed my own gear with a belt system and you did the same thing for the military. Tell us a little, little bit about that. Well, that project was actually two years in the making. Um, <clears throat> we quietly built belts out of here for two years for a variety of instructors and cadre out of Fort Bragg and, and obviously soldiers as well. And the concept was, you know, I looked at a lot of the systems out there. And mind you, there's a lot of great belts in the market. I mean, Viking Tactics, 
um, you know, Brocoast. There's some great belts out there, high-speed urination great products. Uh, but we wanted something that was slimline. So what we did is we developed a belt system that weighs a little over a pound um, that actually has a inner belt, uh, excuse me, an inner belt that holds your pants up, and at the same time, you can attach what we call our first line gear, which is exactly what you're talking about, magazines, a flashlight, a Gerber tool, uh, maybe a dump polish, maybe an IFAC or individual first aid kit. And a candy so bar. You can carry and a candy bar, absolutely. And don't forget the Doritos. you got to have the Doritos and the Gatorade. If you, if so, you make the nylon bag for the Doritos, I'll carry them. Brother, they fit in the dump pots like a champ. What are you talking about? i got good video that's ready. You just open the dump pots up, throw the burritos in there, dude, you're good to go. So what it boils down to is, you know, we took a look at a lot of belts on the market, and one thing that always drove me nuts is every time I'd been over the belt, I had pinch points. Um, I'm kind of tall and lanky, um, so when I've been over, uh, belts always dug into my hips. Um, you know, it's basically a nuisance, nothing more. But, you know, if you're spending a lot of time in a, in a gun belt, you're a war belt, um, your hips become long over time, especially in North Carolina because it's 98 degrees most of the time, and it's always tremendous humidity. So what we did is we developed an inner belt that's slightly smaller than the outer belt. Um, this way, when you actually bend over and flex, you don't get the pinch points on your hips. So it makes it a lot more comfortable to wear for 8, 10, 12, 15, 16 hours. Um, I've taken the belt that I designed. I, I shoot professional three-gun with it um, with the uh, B3G. Um, I also ride horses, so I mean, I've used this belt for rock climbing, rappelling, cave rappelling, swanking, uh, mountaineering. Um, I've used it riding equestrians, you know, uh, uh, quarter horses. Um, I've used this belt for three-gun competitions, and it's held up. So what we've done is we've actually designed it on a two-inch outer, so you get a half-inch loop on top, a half-inch loop on bottom, but then you have a full one-inch down the center, so you can actually attach a pouch to it correctly. Um, all Molly is based off of one-inch uh, sizing. What I commonly see in the industry is like an inch and three-quarter outer belt, which causes you to get a small buckle in your pouch when you put it on. With our system, you don't have that. Then the other thing we did, even though it's not aerated, so please do not take this as a safety harness, um, but in initial testing, the brake strength was around 14 to 1,700 pounds. So just you know, sheer curiosity, I did uh, cave repelling, I did rock climbing, uh, with this belt, and I actually used a harness system from Misty Mountain. So there's a small leg loop system you can actually attach to, and I've got some great video that will be up on the Field 18 Gear website uh, in January that actually shows me personally going down 250 feet repelling with this belt system with a Misty Mountain harness and doing it safely. So you got me to thinking. So this year, um, I've got some great pictures of video of me uh, whitetail hunting up in Michigan, you know, out of a tree stand. And I literally attached into my belt system, um, tied off on a harness, wrapped around the tree, and I literally am leaning off my tree stand shooting a 12-point deer this year, a whitetail up in Michigan. Um, so it's, it's, it's got a multiple application, but yeah. I don't want to claim that it's an air-rated item. It's not a safety harness, so please don't take it as a safety harness. It's, it's a war belt. It's designed to carry first-line gear. And then we also took the operator into mind and said, hey, you know, what happens if a guy falls in the water, deep water, swift water? How's he going to get out of this? So we designed it so if you're a right-handed shooter, your left hand can literally go to your buckle, press in. Once it releases, which is quick with the cover buckle, you pull to the left hard, and the rest of the weight of the, we of the weapon system and everything else you have on you will literally drop completely off. This way, your right hand stays on your primary weapon the entire time. It's better to have your, your gear at the bottom of the lake than you. Well, absolutely. That was the concept behind it. And if you're a lefty, the belt flips 180 degrees, so there is, it's, it's truly ambidextrous. So if you're a lefty, your left hand stays on the weapon, your right hand releases the belt. 
That's awesome. Folks, you can find out more at Field 18 Gear. These are just two of the things that he, he talked about. That uh, the, the ground mat, you know, the ground mat hooks onto your belt. You can actually carry it with you. You could use it as a seat. In a, you could just pull it down and sit on it if you're on the snow or whatever else. So just a lot of really unique things. Field 18 Gear. We'll be right back. We're going to introduce David Harris and Nathan Reel with Special Forces and Beyond the Flag. Actually, David's from Beyond the Flag. Nathan Reels is with Special Forces Association. And we'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks, Mulan Labe Saturday. Philip Naiman here, Firing Line Radio Show, FiringLineRadio.com. Check us out on our YouTube channel. Maybe you're seeing this on our YouTube channel. Got our hunting exploits up there, some other fun stuff. Also, we're on Facebook, Instagram, bathroom walls. We're all over the place. So check us out. Get a hold of us if you want to, to win some free gear and stuff like that. We are uh, having this show. I just talked with Bill Mathis for a couple of sections from Field 18 Gear. Find out more at field18.com. And he specializes in specialized gear for special forces. Special, specialized, special forces. Uh but he also has a component for us, those of us who are just regular Joes, and that's Field 18 gear. That'll be live coming up in January. But one of the interesting things that I met this gentleman was at our Rex Tibor class. Now, those of you who know Rex, uh, we are going to do another series of classes in February at the Bass Pro Shops here in Rancho Cucamonga. So you can find that out at rexdefense.com. Rexdefense.com is where the classes are going to be, or rexreviews.com. He has two websites just for fun. So... Check it out. Get involved in these classes. Learn how to shoot proficiently as a great patriot. Uh, joining me on the show now, I have David Harris. Now, David's a friend of Bill Mathis. They're back there at Fort Bragg. He's with Beyond the Flag Foundation. Again, it's support for our troops, so I want to give him some time to talk about that. Uh, David, tell me a little bit about Beyond the Flag. So Beyond the Flag is a foundation uh, founded out pretty much out of Fort Bragg, North Carolina. It's consistent of 10 members uh Bill being a civilian and two retired military veterans and the rest of us are active duty. Well, our mission statement is simple. We want to be able to provide where the outreach programs of the military cannot provide for families and help families any way possible we can. And we all were shooting three gun and we were all like minded and said, Hey, we're gonna shoot anyway and we're gonna and we're it's about having fun shooting and being able to help families. So why not combine the two? Okay, so how did you combine the two? So what we do now is 
we are a shooting team and we go to different matches and we all travel and shoot our own matches. But then we do two matches a year and honestly contributions and the two matches a year we use to raise money to give to families. No one on our team makes a dime from it. Okay. So where, where are these matches and when are these matches? So we have a, well, we're trying to get a match right now with the Special Forces Association to go on in March time. And right now it's looking like the 23rd or 24th. And that will be here in uh, Fayetteville area, the surrounding areas. And we did, just did a match December 1st at, uh, in Asheboro at CG&G for Silent Warrior Foundation. That's awesome. So tell me, how do you like 3-Gun? How do I like it? Yeah. Oh, I have a blast. I truly enjoy it. I enjoy being out there with the people. Uh, I will say it is expensive to start off, but once you have the guns, it's good to go. And there are a lot of like-minded people out there. Let me, um, let, let me tell you one thing right now, and I, I should have brought this up with Bill, is we have a rule here, okay? Because yeah. think about it. Guys, it's the weekend. Some guy might be driving along with his wife. They're in the car. She finally lets him listen to this crazy guy's gun show. Or, you know, the radio just happens to be on that station when the car starts up. And so everything on this show, all shooting gear, rifles, pistols, optics, cost about $100, okay? Understood. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> And hunting, <laughs> hunting out of state is a good value for the meat that you get. All right. Yeah. So yep. that's, we're not going to cause any divorces on the road today. <laughs> Too easy. Too easy. All right. So tell me about three gun. Okay. So three gun is a fun sport. Uh, it, it consists of three guns. Obviously uh, you have a shotgun, you have a pistol and you have a rifle and you can use, you don't need much to start. They're literally, if you already have a pistol, you can use the pistol you have. If you already have a rifle, you can get, you can use the rifle you have. And then any shotgun, a pump shotgun, or any sporting shotgun usually has to be, uh, you can use any shotgun to shoot it because it has so many divisions that you probably can get in with anything you have. If you already own the guns, you can do it. And it's just basically combining all three guns to run a stage. You'll set up targetry and you'll shoot your pistol and put that in a dump bucket, which is usually like a just a drum there that they'll have so you can place your pistol in it. Then you'll grab your rifle and shoot some targets and throw that in a dump bucket. They call it a dump bucket. It's just a trash can, and you'll dump it in the trash can and pull your shotgun and shoot it, and it's just seeing who can do those things the fastest. So when you're saying rifle, you're talking about a carbine? Yes, an AR. Okay. Or or even a... Um... Or even a carbine with a pistol cartridge, like a Ruger yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you can do it as well. Okay. What caliber do you shoot? I shoot uh, 5.56 or two two three. Okay. Uh, as well as 9 mil for pistol and then shotgun. Shotgun, I stay with a, a 12 gauge, and it's usually around seven and a half shot. Yeah. Because, again, you're just hitting a steel plates or popping balloons or something, right? The rifle I'm using right now is a Cobalt Kinetics rifle, the team version. Uh, shotgun I'll be running coming up soon, starting in January, will be a Benelli made by Rob Roberts Shotgun Work, and they have been gracious enough. Both of those companies have been gracious enough to give us multiple guns for our shooting team because they also support what we're doing. And the pistol I shoot right now is a Glock 34. Glock 34. Very good. Very good. How long have you been doing this? 
May I've been shooting three gun now actively for about nine months, and honestly, the foundation, brother Beyond the Flag and B3G, has been together for about eight and a half months. Okay. Now you just mentioned the term B3G. Not everybody's going to know what that is. Yes, sir. B3G is so we have the foundation Brotherhood Beyond the Flag Foundation, and B3G is Brotherhood Three Gun, which is just the shooting team for the foundation. Because my personal opinion is that anyone can be a part of the brotherhood of what we're doing, but you you may not like shooting. You may want to do something else. You may want to like you may really love cookout, and that's your way of raising don't, money for a fundraiser. Well, they can they can have a cookout, but don't like shooting. What are they communists? What, what? Not too many people. I, that's Snow, why not Snowflakes. too many people I know don't like shooting, sir. Not too many people I know don't like shooting, but there are few. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, and you said it right. There are a few who don't like shooting, and that's the Camp Cook. <laughs> that is true. I'm, I'm originally from California, so I have ran into some. <laughs> hey, where, where did you live out here? I lived in uh Bay Area, uh, close to Oakland. It's uh, Richmond, California. Okay, I know Richmond, yeah. We're in Southern yeah. California. We're coming to you live here from Sad Burning Ghetto, uh, just outside of uh, uh, the Inland Empire here, or in the middle of the Inland Empire, I should say. So uh, are you currently in the military? Yes, I am currently active duty at 3rd Special Forces Group. You know, thank you for your service, my friend. Thank you very much. So how can people get involved with the uh, Beyond the Flag Foundation? So we'll have a website as well standing up January 15th of next year, and they can literally see everything on there. We are Instagram right now. On uh, Instagram right now, you can literally contact any member. The members are listed under B3G, Shooting Team, Multi-Gun. So you can literally type in B3G and see every member on the team and, and see what they're accountable. Or you can just literally contact me on Instagram or Facebook, and that's just David Harris 3122. David Harris 3122. Yes, sir. All right. And then how can they give? So what, we have a bank account that is open well, and yeah, ready to go. Before we, we hop on that, let me ask you this question. Oh. Why should they give? You're saying you're giving support outside of where the military stops. So give give us some examples of that, if you could. Okay. So we have done two shoots already. One was for a family that was, he found out he had a terminal illness and uh, he was going to get put out the military. And we ran a shoot because the the, the treatment one to give was experimental and, and military doesn't give experimental treatment for paying for experimental because they don't know if it's going to work. So we raised money for that to give straight to that family, as well as the Silent Warrior Foundation. They give to, oh, we raised 15K for that to, and gave it directly to the family. No shooting member, no person earned a dime from that. Then we ran one for the Silent Warrior Foundation recently that raised 5500 and that goes through directly to the Silent Warrior Foundation, and they do whatever they, they are going to do to help their people that have PTSD. So we're literally about not making a dime from this. This is just us doing this in our spare time. And we are trying to fill the gap where years from now, military will pay health care for your child until college years. Like, so let's say your college grad, your child graduates at 24. Well, I retire. My son is nine. When I retire, my son will be a freshman in high school. If he gets in a car wreck and is terminally injured at that car wreck, I could have been driving anything. The military will pay with him for t- till he's 24. Help me out. And then what do I do? 
Right. And so that's where we step in is like, how can we help that family? Then what do I do? I can't work again because my son needs constant care. Constant so care. what are you going to tell me I have to do? Folks, awesome. Thank you very much, David. Beyond the Flag Foundation, your website is? It's going to be uh, brotherhoodbeyondtheflagfoundation.com. Very good. We'll be right back with Nathan Real from Special Forces Association. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey, folks, I hope not only are you being entertained, but you're being educated a little bit there. And, and this is kind of a special show, you know, that we're uh, celebrating some of the people in our military making a difference, whether it's coming up with some great gear to support our operators, because you know what? I'd like to see them as, as supported as possible. Or if it's taking care of those who have fallen behind or whose families of those who have fallen. And that's why we just had David Harris on with Beyond the Flag Foundation. Um, well, not only does he get to help those people, but he gets to help those people while shooting three-gun competitions. That, that sounds like a pretty smart guy to me. But we also have Nathan Riel on. Nathan Riel is with the Special Forces Association. Nathan, how are you doing? Uh, doing very well. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got involved in this or your background, and uh, we'll take it from there. Uh, well, Bill, first I'd like to say thank you for the opportunity to, to speak on your talk show and tell Dude. your audience a little bit about our organization. Dude, I have a talk um, show. That's again, nothing. You guys, are, you guys are warriors. That's everything. So thank you, <laughs> but thank you more. Okay. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, so, uh, as you told the audience, uh, my name is Nathan Rell. I, I just retired about four years ago out of 3rd Special Forces Group. Um, I spent about 25 years in the service. Of that, uh, I spent eight in, uh, in the 82nd Airborne Division and then another 18 in 3rd Group. Um, what I would like to do now is just kind of give you a little background about our organization. Um, the, the, S, the Special Forces Association was created back in 1964 by some uh, Special Forces soldiers out of 5th Group. Uh, we currently have 88 chapters with 11,000 members worldwide. Uh, we are a nonprofit organization, uh, so all donations and, and charitable activities uh, are, are tax write-offs. thought I'd throw that out there. Um, and, and everybody, all the members within our organizations are volunteers. Uh, our particular chapter, um, we are Chapter 100. It's called the Robbie Miller Chapter. 
Uh, Robbie Miller was um, he was a third group soldier who was killed in Afghanistan back in January 2008. He was posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor. So uh, our organization, our chapter, was actually started in Afghanistan. Um, and so we subsequently renamed the chapter in, in his honor. Um, so that's a little bit about our history. Um, what we do is we focus on Special Forces soldiers and their families. Um, and when I say the families, our priority uh, goes to the Gold Star families. Um, we Last year, uh, we donated or contributed up to the sum of $20,000 to the family members and or to assist the third group in helping those family members. We also um, donated another $20,000 in scholarships uh, to the kids of, of fallen soldiers. So that's a little bit about where we're at. And the way we go about raising money, um, historically we've conducted two events. Uh, the first one is called the Green Beret Jingle Jog, which is conducted in December um, it's it's a 5K and a 10K run, uh, which people come out and, uh, you know, kind of support our organization. Uh, and then the second one uh, that we used to conduct or still do is called the Stan Harriman uh, Golf Tournament, which is conducted in June. The proceeds from that uh, is, is where we gain the money for the scholarships. Um, so I was elected uh, into position about six months ago, and since then uh, we've incorporated two more events. Uh, one of them, which is why I'm here with, with Bill and Dave, uh, we're doing a three-gun competition in March. Um, and these two gentlemen, uh, they, they heard that this was taking place and really jumped in to assist our organization in, in making this the biggest success that it could be. Uh, one of the major sponsors involved uh, with this competition is Griffin Group. Um, they are a, a huge uh, organization that deals with uh, tactical maneuvers and, and uh, various, uh, what would you call, gun, gun target acquisitions. And uh, so they heard about it. They offered their compound, their services for this event. And then uh, Bill and Dave caught wind of it, and they've jumped in, and they have they have been a huge uh, help uh, with getting this thing started. Um, and then the fourth event uh, that we're doing is is called the uh, Suicide Prevention Golf Tournament. And I, I don't know how much public awareness is out there on on the suicide rate within not just the military, but within special forces is is becoming astronomical. So kind of what we want to do is, you know, not just bring awareness, but raise funds to give to organizations that directly influence prevention. So getting people uh, counseling, uh, giving them a, a hotline to call, whatever community outreach we can, um, you know, develop for soldiers that are in need uh, is where we're we're currently at um, Nathan uh, you mentioned a couple yes, things sir. there what is the suicide rate among soldiers and then among special forces 
So the suicide rate, we're, we're at 22 a day, which when you think about it, uh, it it's even one a day is one too many. Um, the rate is continuing to rise. Uh, we are in direct contact with the uh, uh, with the VA representatives, and, and they're part of the the clinic that deals with suicide prevention. Um, so the rate twenty two a day, uh, army wide. I, I don't know the exact numbers. Uh, I personally know special of, forces of is twenty two a day. Uh, correct. Uh, and and I don't know if that's soft wide. I don't. I I, I can't remember if that was the the DOD number. Um, the focus that we are on is is soft. Okay. Uh, there's there's many organizations out there uh, that deal with the suicide prevention. One of them is uh, Twenty Two Until None. Uh, there's another organization called. Mission 22. How many people um, are in special forces? Correct. How many special? How many people are in special forces? Uh, I could not give you that exact number. There were amongst the military. We're we're uh, a one percent uh, of the military community. Because I mean, twenty two a day. Um, the um, I, I mean, it's a large number. Well, yeah. I mean. Maybe we had two days in the last 15 years we lost 22 guys in battle, right? Like when the helicopter crashed well, or something of that nature. Correct. And, and so probably how the numbers work is they take a yearly average and then divide it into the day. So that's where the, I, the number probably came I, I get from. that. I'm just saying that that's, that's a higher number than battle it's, casualties for all the armed forces. It's, it's significant. Wow. It's significant. And again, this is a this is a new event that we have taken on. Um, and as we gain data and information and and build the event, uh, it will be up on our website uh, for people to look. What is your website? Kind of understand. Uh, the website is sfachapter100.org, and so. We are currently in the process of the upgrade, so all four events will soon be up, along with uh, the statistics, registration, the sponsors for each event. And that's a Robbie Miller chapter. Correct. Did you serve with him? I did not, but my vice president was on his team. Um, we have a board of, of four, uh, the vice the president, vice president, a secretary, and a treasurer. Yeah. Wow. It's sobering. I mean, the, the number you just gave me, 22 a day of special forces, you're less than 1% of the military, and that's more than than maybe except for two days that ever ever passed away in battle. Uh, Correct. And and understand, and when I say 22 a day, uh, I understand. you know, what I, what I guess I owe you on the backside of that is how they, you know, came up with the with the figure um, because when you go on uh, suicide prevention websites they they take like a five-year uh, yeah. statistic percentage and then they roll up into the numbers I get it I get it. hey I want to thank okay. my special guest here Nathan Nathan real uh, 
Thank you so much for what you do. Special Forces Association, SFAChapter100.org. Also, David Harris with Beyond the Flag. That's Beyond the Flag Foundation. Um, again, you guys are awesome. And then, of course, Bill Mathis, my new best friend, Energizer Bunny at Field 18 Gear. Congratulations on uh, living underwater there, Bill. Uh, I hope they put rubber on the inside of the dome so you don't try and break out too much. How's that? Oh, well, we got him on mute. Yeah, he can't, he can't fight back. He's on mute. Folks, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll see you all next week. God bless. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.